0: Welcome to episode number 142 of the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media, and presented to you by our friends over at SeatGeek. And speaking of friends that are taking a seat with us, we would like to welcome back Tyler Glass now of the Tampa Bay Rays, whom I haven't even checked on in feels like decades, but it's been actual weeks. Hello, friend. What's up? Thanks for having me again. Oh, it's my pleasure. So we're taping this uh, on a Friday, um, and we're going to hold this episode for just a little while. You, are you still um, tired from flying back from New York on a Wednesday and then having a home game on a Thursday, or have you caught up on your sleep? I'm always curious about
1: that with pro athletes. No, I'm I'm still kind of tired. So like we went to bed. I got in at like five something. I went to bed Ugh. at like, six. Six. So I woke up at like 12:30. So that was good. I slept in that whole day. I was kind of groggy, but uh, it's just hard to fall asleep now. So it's like I, I think I went to bed at like three last night, <laughs> and then woke up at like. My like clock's all messed up, but it'll get better tonight. Did um, I screw you up by having you do this podcast? No, I would. I was. I woke up like earlier than that anyway. I woke up at like nine forty. You look like you're showered and ready to go. I showered and then came out here and ready to go. Okay.
0: Like, yeah. did you do anything uh, physically yesterday, or could you just kind of take a? Do you take a day no, off? I, or that's I mean, how you're...
1: like normal day, like warm up and stretch and do all that stuff and throw. It was like a light day. I have to throw to hitters tomorrow, so I was like, yeah. not anything crazy. Yeah. Can we talk about that?
0: Yeah. Are you nervous?
1: No, I'm going to like the Florida. What's it? It's not the GCL anymore. It's like the Florida Gulf League or something like that. So, no, I'm not. <laughs> Are you excited? <laughs> yeah, it's cool. I think like I have to drive. It's like an hour and a half, not bad drive, but I'm throwing like 20 pitches. So, I'm kind of like, <laughs> I got to like, go all the way there to throw 20 pitches. But I am excited to finally throw the hitters for sure. Why couldn't they just have you do
0: it at home? In the dome? I don't know.
1: <laughs> I think first time facing hitters, maybe they don't want me to face like <clears throat> our guys or something. Um, maybe people just don't want to, I don't know. I think it's like just the normal progression. Go throw to, to the GCL guys first and then, I don't know. Who knows? I think after that I might be just doing live VPs at the trot, but I haven't really like looked that far ahead into my schedule. All right, so if all goes well and you feel the
0: most important thing is that you recover the next day, right. That you feel okay. That's the, that's or like the, the whole the week,
1: like knowing, yeah, like the week, just seeing kind of, yeah, I guess how I respond like two, three days after just to know like how soon after I can throw, uh, like if this was like a normal season, just knowing I have like the recovery to be like a, whatever, like a one inning or a reliever, or I don't know what they want to do with me, but yeah,
0: I just got to see. Where are you emotionally with all this whole thing? Because you could be excited, you could be a little, I don't know how
1: I'm feeling, all that sort of stuff. Where are you? I feel good. I don't, I don't know. I feel like timing-wise, like off the mound, <laughs> every um bullpen I've thrown has been really good. Like timing, I, I feel normal. So I'm like, oh, okay, great. Um, it's just more excitement. Yeah, I haven't like thrown the hitters in so long. But uh yeah, I feel like pretty good about it. It's weird how, like, I know a lot of guys talked about, like, the feel of stuff, and I haven't thrown hitters yet, and I've just done bullpens, and maybe that'll be, like, a little adjustment period, but as far as, like, the ball coming out of my hand, I don't feel any different. Like, it's weird. I just, I feel good. I feel ready to go.
0: You know what the dream is for Rays fans, that there's this long-haired, fire-breathing dragon coming out and giving us (laughs) another major arm at the back end of a bullpen as we make a wild card run.
1: You know that. Yeah. I mean, that would be sweet. That's the plan. I think for me too, it's more like I have to feel really good. Like I don't want to go out and just try to compete on like, I don't know, like something that doesn't feel structurally sound, I guess, but everything up to this point, I feel really good. But I think that's what like my, I haven't really even like given it much real thought or put a lot of like anything into it yet, just because I know my biggest thing for me, was like knowing how I would respond after hitters. So if I feel good after that, it's definitely going to be something I'm going to be pushing for. But if I don't feel like good and I feel like I'm kind of not hundred percent that I'm going to try and just kind of give it time and then see where I'm at. So I'm curious, is there a, is there a pressure for you? Because listen, everybody would
0: love to have Tyler glass now back down the street. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like a major bullpen trade almost. And, but you do have to look out for you and your, your health and your well being. How do you balance those two things?
1: I think I just go like, listen to my body, I guess. I think like, you know, the difference between like a sore normal pain and like something that doesn't feel good. Like that could maybe end up turning into something bigger. And like, I haven't, I've been feeling really good ever since, but again, like haven't faced hitters yet. So I think it's just one of those things like doing this for so long, knowing like what's an injury and what's not and what I can push through and what I can't. Um, but I'm optimistic now just cause like I have been recovering so well um on bullpens and stuff and I mean the Rays are on the same page if I don't feel good and I'm not like confident going out there and like I don't know what it feels like then they're obviously don't want me to pitch either so I'm kind of like I I think the biggest thing for me is the next like week or two or whatever I'll know like a lot more and if I go and do like a rehab thing and like that whole recovery process will be like a big step forward for me so Oh, Michelle just came back from the gym, so she was oh, nice
0: enough to bring me a water bottle. What a sweetheart. Nice. Oh, and, and and a bar. <laughs> I don't think this would be Tyler Glass now approved. I'm just going to tell what you is it? I don't Maybe.
1: Probably. What is it?
0: There's not much here at the hotel. We're in cl- you candy bar. Unless you want a candy bar. No, no, no. Um, yeah, this is probably not going to be really good. Let's see here. Uh, 200, 230 calories. Uh Oh, God, it looks great, though. It's a nut butter bar.
1: Oh, we have those, I think. Or those they- are at Cliff Bars have a lot of sugar. Mm. <laughs> <Just kidding.
0: laughs> Listen, at this point, I'm just kind of a little, it's a lost cause anyway with this buy. Get it, literally.
1: dude. You need your energy. You're a growing boy. You're yeah, in Cleveland. Growing you the do wrong do way. What are you, you. what are you doing in Cleveland? Is it for football or something?
0: I'm, uh, I'm calling the Browns preseason games. Ooh, very cool. Yeah, so I was in Jacksonville, not too far from you guys last week. And now I'm here and then I'll go back to L.A. for a couple of days and then I'll go back to Cleveland for one more game. So
1: Nice. Yeah, it's fun. I was watching uh, Hard, Rock, Hard Knocks with the Lions yes. last night. You, you had a little cameo in there. It's pretty cool. No, no, no. I did? It was like I went back to like they were panning to like a previous season or something and you were an announcer. You were in it for like a very little amount of time. Wait, are you sure you weren't watching the Manti Teo documentary? Oh, wait, no, that's what it was. Yeah, you're right. yeah. I watched that <laughs> and then that. Yeah. That's what yes, it was. Yes, I've gotten a few texts.
0: Yeah. That was yep, yep, uh yep. that was probably about twelve or thirteen years ago when I was hosting the college football stuff on uh, on yeah. Fox. And yeah, I had my little spiky hair and my suit, and I was it's you cool, know
1: yeah.
0: are <laughs> like, Quite wait a second, <laughs> I know that loser. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. No, I'm surprised your uh, your brother and sister in law Ted and Carly didn't say, "Hey, we saw we saw Chris and they." Made I don't know. Th-
1: I don't think they've seen it. I don't. I don't know. I think uh, they would have texted me. That I, I haven't finished the second episode, but that is crazy. There's Michelle. <laughs> Hi.
0: Hey, there she is. There she is. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Unbelievable. Sorry, we can't edit you out, honey. You're in it now. Um. So yeah, we saw you throwing a. Bullpen off the mound. I think it was probably one of your first pens. And you were wearing the Brett Phillips hoops jersey. Mm-hmm. Do you have that hanging somewhere in your... Look at
1: this thing. It's in my locker, yeah. It's pretty cool. That was, that was like a really good giveaway. I think they asked him what he wanted to do, and he thought of that. And it's... I mean, I, I liked it. It was good. The whole team wore it. Just out here showing out. It was fun. See, I think this is what we do
0: for um, game situation one day. I think we go full I, sleeveless. I,
1: I was thinking unit. about that too. Didn't the, the Reds did it like a couple years ago? I remember when like Amir and all those dudes were wearing the sleeveless. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been cooler yeah. if they were like really good, but still cool, I guess.
0: It looks like a combination of the Rays and the Orlando magic old yeah. school black pinstripe.
1: Yeah. I think Brett had like a picture of him as a little kid wearing something just like that. And they just, I think they like duplicated it or something. That was, yeah. Yeah. And then they cut him.
0: Yeah. And I had to break the news to you.
1: Oh, yeah. You texted me. I was like, what? I was just so bad at like looking up all the I think that's where everyone gets their info from like Twitter and Instagram. And I'm always the last one to find out because I just don't like look at the transactions on there. And then and then I go to the field and I'm like, who are these three people that I've never met? Like <laughs> it happens all the time with the rays, too. It's crazy. It's it's but, always a different team.
0: So when when Brett Phillips has been such a big part of what you guys have done emotionally over the last several years and he's from there and the whole bit and he gets DFA'd, what is the clubhouse like? Is it just, I imagine it's kind of hard to just be like, okay, let's
1: go get ready for the Toronto blue Jays tonight. I mean, it's especially the people that are close to him. It sucks. Like you still stay in contact, but I think everyone Especially on the Rays, like most people here have been like DFA'd or not DFA'd, but like just come from another team or traded Mm -hmm. or like almost a lot of people have been like given up on. I think you just, you learn like pretty quick that it just happens. Like it's part of the game. No one like like, holds a grudge or anything. It does suck. It's sad. And like, it sucks when like your friends leave, but you just kind of go into it knowing like, okay, the team that we have right now is probably not going to be the team we have at the end of the year. And that's kind of how it goes. Like, every, a lot of guys are kind of, I don't know, up and down and stuff. So, it just comes with the job, I guess. Like, you've probably, a lot of guys have seen it. Like, this has happened to me probably like multiple times. So, at this point, it's like, all right, like you kind of numb do it. Like, you FaceTime, you text, like, you still can be in contact. So, it's not the end of the world, I guess. And then it was like less than a week later, he was back with
0: the Orioles. I know, it it's a, crazy. It, it was the weirdest ever. It's like a, here's a welcome back
1: video. Like, Four I days know. after we DM. I, I know that's gotta be a weird feeling for sure. I know. Oh four days goodness. later.
0: I mean, right? Like sometimes it's like years, you know, like Albert Coolholz didn't go back to St. Louis for years. Here's this icon. And Brett Phillips everybody's like, wait, I thought he was
1: still on our team. What's he <laughs> yeah, I know? <laughs> People <laughs> who don't follow the transactions, like me too, are like, wait, what? He's on that team now. I know it's a very it's a weird game super strange. Yeah. Oh my God. Chris Rose rotation
0: coming your way. But first I want to talk to you a little bit about your sports card collection. I want to save you money and I want to protect it the best way possible. CSG. It's an expert and impartial third-party authentication and grading service for sports cards. So after grading sports cards, they're encapsulated in archival, durable, and crystal clear CSG holders to protect and preserve. In fact, every CSG certified sports card is backed by the CSG guarantee of authenticity and grade, which is the strongest in the industry. So collectors know they can buy and sell with peace of mind when a card is in a CSG holder because its authenticity and condition are guaranteed. Now, CSG consistently has the best turnaround times and pricing among the leading third-party sports card grading services. In fact, I told you I want to save you money. Promo code gets you 15 bucks off a yearly membership. The offer does expire September 30th of 2022. So grade your sports cards with CSG. Get 15 bucks off your yearly memberships with the promo code ROSE at CSGcards.com. All right, so you've been traveling again with the team. Mm-hmm. Good
1: for you. Yeah, it's been awesome. It's been so much better, like day-to-day my week goes by like a normal amount of time as opposed to me just like waking up doing rehab coming home being bored waking up going to rehab coming home being bored it's nice to be with the team and like get that feeling again um i have always like loved the road too i prefer it over home you always need like your balances and stuff but to me the road is like just the best i sleep really good in hotel beds i feel really comfortable like it just feels good. It's like, this is my job. This is cool. Like, I get to go, and I, I just love it. Going to different cities. I was in New York, too, recently, and that's always, like, it's like probably my favorite place to go, so. Did you go play chess? I did. No, I you didn't. Game. Did you really? Yeah, I'll always go and play, like, a little bit. Because um, there's, like, good food and stuff. I like go get, like, breakfast or coffee down there, and then just go to the park and, like, hang out. Um, dude, I, I played a guy who who's pretty good. And he made a bad move, and I was like, I'm going to win this game. And then he's like, "Ooh, you might win." And then I was like, "You know what? Knowing me, I'll probably do something to mess it up." And then I did, and I lost. I was mad. It was probably going to be my first W in the park. Those dudes are all so good; it's crazy. Dude, so I'm going to sneak in a, a win eventually. So wait a second—you had this game one, and you did you? Is there
0: such a thing as choking in chess?
1: Yeah, for sure. I just like made a di- like blunder—is what you call it—and I like totally blundered. And I was like, oh, "Idiot!" But he like made a kind of a bad move before, and I was like, Ooh, it's just—it was a close game." Um, it was like a pretty quick game too. It was like five minute blitz or something like that. But it was, yeah. He he got me.
0: Did I lost $5. Uh, Did anybody wreck you? Lost five dollars. Yeah. okay. Yeah. You are eligible again after this year. You'll yeah, it it's,
1: I'll, I'll I'll make it back and I'll go. I'll go win it back when I get there next time too. <laughs> did you? Um, did you get recognized again? No, I, not not at the park. Not in like New York. It's too big of a city. I'm kind of. Try to stay as low key as I can, just go to the subway alone and sneak up. And I don't think many people, especially in like around that area, probably know. So it's nice to just go and play some chess. Where else
0: is, uh, did you go on this road trip? I forgot.
1: This was just a three game road trip, which was weird. And then I went both the series before, I went to Detroit and Milwaukee. And that was cool. Stay in Birmingham and Detroit. That's yeah, that's a cool good place. Milwaukee. A, yeah. By the way,
0: I had. There used to be a bar there in Birmingham, and I covered Super Bowl forty there. I Got so drunk every night of the week, I had to change my flight and move it up a day. I was like, (laughs) I got to get out of this city. I was just having oh my
1: god, (laughs) yeah. That it's a weird, sneaky, fun area. Like I really, I enjoy it. It's cool, good food, good like restaurants and stuff. I really like it. It was cool. Then we went to Milwaukee, saw Brasso, got to hang out with him. Oh yeah, your buddy. Yeah, I saw McCutcheon out there. We had an off day. That was cool to see him. I hadn't seen him in a long time since, like, with the Pirates, and it was cool. I got to see some people. Yelich was there. I think Brasso and Yelich are good friends, so we kind of walked around and hung out. It was fun. It's a cool city, too. That's like a sneaky, <clears throat> sleepy city. That's fun.
0: Was that uh, – so that's what you did on your off day? You hung out with Yelich and Brasso?
1: Yeah, and we all we just, like, went and got food and stuff, and it was fun. I hung out with Brasso the day before, too. Just caught up, and it was good to see him. <clears throat> nice. Did, it's another one of those sad gone, see you later type deals, you know. Did you uh, stay in the haunted hotel? Yeah, the fister. <clears throat> it's so funny too, like going there and like knowing who's like very squeamish and like people know who to like mess with and stuff. It's so funny. I, yeah, I, I read that Yandy yeah, Diaz <clears throat> was real scared shitless of staying there. True. Yeah, I think we had a couple guys that were pretty freaked out but apparently they say that it's only on the old side that's haunted so we stayed on the new side and it's all i don't know it's fun i like don't know what to think about all that i kind of i don't really think either way on it i don't know i remember interviewing john
0: gray now the texas rangers and he's big into the paranormal big okay and he believes it he want he like went hunting i don't know if he bought his own ghostbusters with him (laughs) he actually that's what he did. So he wanted to hunt after it. You actually seem like you would be a good paranormal type person.
1: I'm kind of like I'm pretty skeptical. I'm pretty like I'm uh, I'm usually just like that's dumb until I'm like proven. Wrong. Like, I don't know what to think on all that. I'm like I I feel like a lot of times you know when you're a little kid <clears throat> someone tells you like something like there's a ghost and then you just like your brain will just like be in that scared mode and just play tricks on you and you'll be like, Oh, I heard something. And like, I think there's probably a lot of that. Like when you go Mm -hmm. into it, knowing you're scared, it's like, you can convince yourself of anything, but also there's been like some multiple, I don't know. There's like a bunch of people who say like some weird stuff has happened. And like some people I know that are like, not like that at all. I'm like, dude, y'all hear those like little kids running around in the hall last night, like three in the morning, like weird stories. So like, I don't know. I've never had an experience on it though. So I can't really say either way.
0: The only time I ever had one of those experiences, and obviously this is very, very different, was after my mom died. And I think I I had a feeling where I saw her.
1: Whoa.
0: Yeah, like I was up and I saw her, and it
1: was just <clears throat> bizarre. It was in weird. like in what fashion? What do you mean? Like was it? It was like in a like you like 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 i felt like i turned around and
0: there she was and you know how you get like that chill feeling not like a view but like a like a feeling almost no like i felt like i saw her what i haven't shared this with a lot of people so i think it's basically in the audience now that's kind of crazy yeah i don't know if people can (laughs) let me know in the
1: comments it probably was just me missing her and all that sort of stuff but (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. I had a friend, too, who who's like the most skeptical person I've ever met. Who's just like, nothing is real. That's dumb. And he and his family, his father died like a long time ago. Not a long time, a couple of years ago. And he said, too, he was like, something weird happened. Like, he's like, I saw it was like a whole whole thing on it. and like told me a story. And I was like, kind of got some chills. And he's a dude that like never would ever believe any of that. And he was like, this was this was different. So I don't know. It's, it's got to be something to it. Right. Who knows? <clears throat>
0: Now I know it's gonna happen. Like tonight when I try to fall asleep, something's gonna happen. Yeah. And I'm gonna text yeah. you and I'm gonna be like, shit. Yeah, that thing we no. about the podcast did yeah. actually happen. <laughs> oh my God. Unreal. Um, so a few stories that have happened on this podcast. First of all, did your girlfriend ever listen to the story about the the way that you guys met and how you know we talked about it? Yeah.
1: That yeah. She told me she watched it. She was like, that was so nice. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. good. So <laughs> yeah, We got the two thumbs up seal of approval. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. it was good. Okay. All
0: right. Mm-hmm. She's not texting you right now, is she? No. Oh, okay. I was just curious. You were looking at something. No, I'm what, just like, you mm-hmm. go to a Starbucks every day? Are you one of those guys that wastes $8? No, I just woke
1: up late and I was like, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. And I went to Dunkin' and it was just, uh, it was a mess. So I turned around and went to uh, Starbucks. What do you get? Just a black coffee. I'm a big intermittent fast guy, so I just I just do the coffee until my 16 hours is up. You don't need any coffee. Well, yeah, I do. I need really. Yeah, for sure. I love coffee. I've been drinking it forever. How many do you have a day? I have a window. I like. I stop. I can kind of give myself however much I want, but I just have to stop drinking it by one. It messes with my sleep a little bit and on days that you pitch same thing like I won't have it I don't have any caffeine before and I guess in that regard like <clears throat> before baseball and stuff I don't need it I'm already like such a spaz <laughs> like the adrenaline usually does it for me I just like the way it feels and like wakes me up and stuff but I usually just no matter what like I have my last one before one
0: you're uh <sighs> the other story I want to talk to you about I had Jonathan Papelbon, the former Red Sox closer oh, oh. nice he was all over the place, but he answered everything. I'll give him credit.
1: Did you ask him uh, about he the talked choking? about
0: his former teammate and your current pitching coach, Kyle Snyder? Oh, really? Yes. And how he won 50 grand <clears throat> off a of big poppy on a flight. Has he ever shared that with you?
1: Now, who was he gambling? Kyle's a smart dude. I would not doubt that for a second. Probably in cards or something. Yep. That's awesome. I'm gonna go ask him about it today. That's really cool.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's probably a whole wing of the Snyder house. that's dedicated to Poppy's. <laughs> it's wing. <Poppy's name. laughs> yeah. I want to ask you about that. That's really Good. cool. Hey, more fun coming your way on the Chris Rose rotation, but there's something I got to warn you about our testosterone levels. They deplete as we get older. Yep. Nobody ever really tells you about it. They don't like to talk about it, but here I am. And experts believe that testosterone affects a bunch of important parts of our overall health, like bone mass, sex drive, muscle health and much, much more. Well, don't worry, because Roman's testosterone support supplements. They were designed by real doctors to make sure your body is maintaining its greatness. Testosterone, I'm gonna tell you time and time again, it's an important part of a man's body health, and it's so important to start supporting it like right now. Dietary supplements, they're a way to aid your body's natural functions. So if you feel like diet and exercise aren't enough, Roman T support is meant to help men maintain their body's natural testosterone levels. So they've got important things in it, okay? Ashwagandha to support healthy testosterone levels. Magnesium to support muscular health like this. Vitamin D, a fat-soluble vitamin that plays a role in bone health and supports several cellular processes. And zinc, it's an important trace mineral in the body that plays a role in muscle development. Roman offers flexible monthly plans with free two-day shipping as well. So here's what you do. Get to Roman.com slash Rose right now. If approved, you're going to get $15 off your first order of Roman T support. Once again, that is getRoman.com slash Rose, getRoman.com slash Rose. Help your body out. One of your new teammates that you got was uh, Jose Siri in a trade coming over from the Houston Astros. Remember, I told you, I said, really good athlete, good glove out there, yeah. working on his hitting, whole bit. Did it, did we recently see him try and eating Harold Ramirez's hair? I don't dugout? know. Have you seen I have this? no idea. I don't think so, no. Yes.
1: <laughs> That's
0: Appa- awesome. Appar- apparently because he says it looks like blue cotton candy. Is this a deal with Harold? <laughs> what did you say? Sorry, it skipped out. It, apparently it, it's because um, he said Harold's hair looks like blue cotton candy. Oh, okay.
1: I can see it, yeah. I mean, look at this. <laughs> That's awesome. He's a man. I I love him. He's got some fire in him too. Like he'll like pimp fly balls and I love it. He's a Ray for sure. I think he's going to do really well here because it's such like a comfortable feeling. And I think like, other places he met, he's like kind of more of an outgoing personality. I could see some old school organizations being like, you gotta not have any fun and like, do not like. <laughs> so I think, too, even talking to him for the short time he's been here, he's like, "Do yeah, I really like it here. So I think he's gonna, he's already starting to hit really well, too. Like, seems more comfortable. He's a, a freak center fielder, too. Like, I'm a huge fan of Siri. I think he's gonna be here for a while. Um, What is the process
0: when a guy, joins a team because it's not easy on them right i mean right. guy's been with houston it's like yeah hey, i'm punching my ticket to the playoffs we're gonna go back to the world series all this stuff. and he gets uprooted and now he gets mm-hmm. put on a team where he may or may not know a couple of guys but it's a new everything so what happens you guys just kind of all go up and introduce yourself and welcome him, and say if you need anything i'm here what's the process
1: yeah i think like it's just more of like a slow you start to meet i think like the first couple of days you're really kind of getting acclimated and you kind of like your immediate people you probably do like your early work with and like you meet them. And then like, as time goes on, you just kind of have more interactions with people and just kind of like a normal transition, I guess. Um, but yeah, he's, but he's very outgoing and like, I think he knew some people here before. I'm not sure, but he's transitioned well. Like he's very much himself and from day one, he just like was normal Siri just like pimp and stuff and just got that like little, some swag to him, but he's, he's acclimated well. And I know he really likes it and he's comfortable because we kind of have that same, like a lot of guys have been in that same situation. So I think a lot of people have like that, like empathy of knowing what it's like to go to a new team and a couple guys who've come here who are new mentioned that too. It's like, it's really hard going to a different team. And especially in the middle of the season, not knowing anybody, but this is like the perfect team to go to. Um, and everyone too, who comes here is like, it's, there's like a very normal like transition of people who get traded it's always like you get here you're a little nervous you sit and you see how it is for a couple of days and then you go like is this what oh, it always is this? And they're like is this like normal like is there's like you can i just kind of do what i want there's like not many rules and like it's ever there's always sort of this like weird is this like it's people are very shocked and how like relaxed and how cool it is and everyone says too like you kind of just have this like weird I can breathe feeling and it's just so much different than every other organization and like cash is two rules or like show up on time and be a good teammate and like that's literally it and then if you do that everything's like yeah it's like it's perfect I think especially how young the game is like that model should be adopted by every team and it's hard I think once you have like a, a a lot of like tenured players and like you get that sort of there's not like entitlement's not the right word but like you've been you've come up in the system a certain way and like you kind of think it's supposed to be that way. And I think the longer you're here, like that tradition of like, I don't know. It's just weird. I think like, the more tenured players you have, like there's more like rules and unwritten right. things and like, do this, do that. And like all these dumb. Like, no, You rules. guys are kind of new wave, new
0: age, you know, pushing the envelope a little bit every day yeah. from the front office to the way you guys play the game. I think it's cool. I think that's why it, it resonates with some fans out there. Did you, by the way, was there a worry
1: that you were going to get traded? I don't know if there's like a – I think because I've already been traded and, like, I just have come to accept, like, especially being with the Rays, like, anything could happen. Like, I could go at any moment. It was very much like I don't want to go, but if I do, like, that's just the reality of the game. And I know, too, there was some stuff with some teams, some rumors and stuff. But, like, um, I think for the most part, like, the relationship between, like, my agent and Eric and stuff, like, it was pretty transparent. And, like, I kind of knew some – not all the details, I'm sure. You kind of have to <laughs> – there's, I'm sure they're like negotiating and whatnot, but I think my name popped up a couple of times, but I'm glad I'm here for sure. But it was ne- not, not a worry, I guess, but it was more about like just kind of like waiting for a phone call, I guess.
0: So when six o'clock on <laughs> August 2nd, I think it was, came and went, were you, was there an anxiety that was taken off your chest or were you? Yeah, was- I mean, it was
1: more like, OK, cool. Like now I know I'm, I'm here for at least a couple more months. Like <laughs> That's the thing. It's like I don't know anything can happen. <laughs> that's the thing I don't I don't know and it's almost too like if I'm there's not any sort of like like anger or whatever for them to like shop around I think knowing how baseball works and how the rays work and how they operate like if I was in Eric's position like I'm gonna take all the calls I can and try to get the best trade like as a GM you have to figure out a, a best way to get like the best trade or put the best team on the field and you know so it's like I can't blame I would do the same thing so it's like I can't be mad that Eric or whatever's doing his job you know but I'm glad I'm here right now and I hope I'm here next year too yeah um although I think you're gonna go very high in
0: the off-season trade draft show that we'll do
1: oh nice okay I know I'll let you know I'll let you know
0: who who picks you that could be fun um
1: well I wonder what the rumors were because I didn't hear you attached to any particular team I think I heard something from like online you know who wants like my mom will screenshot some tweets and show me some stuff but i think it was like oh. the cubs or something and i, I didn't know i didn't really cubs. like look too far into it but oh because you, you know, were the, probably part of a deal where something, yeah. there or something
0: yeah or something and they've
1: I, I think there's even last year when the rumor happened i think it was them as well so i don't i'm not really i don't know about like all the details but i do i tend to like kind of stay out of it and just kind of figure out whatever happens happens i guess okay Take me inside the
0: dugout of Drew Rasmussen's attempt at a perfect
1: game in the ninth inning. It's honestly like pretty, pretty light. I think. Come on. Fine. No, I, dude, it's, I swear, like our team is so like relaxed and like no one was like, oh God, I hope it, it was more like, okay, he's pitched with this well up to this point. Like we're not going to, obviously, everyone knows it's happening. No one's like openly like t- discussing it, I guess, but everyone's, Like we're all just sitting there like, please, I hope this happens. I hope this happens, but no one's like, oh, like nervous, I guess. And even Drew's in the dugout, like and talking and hanging out. Just he's pretty like lighthearted the day he pitches. Um, he's like such a competitor, but he's very like still like interact with him and stuff. So he was just normal, normal Drew, normal day. His stuff was amazing that day, especially his slider. It was like minus 16 on the board, especially with his angle. And it was like, okay, this is clearly a a pretty special day for Drew. Um and then when you give that hit, obviously that sucked. I was pretty. I, I did a keel over in the dugout, like, a, and I, I may have said a couple of profanities as well. But I think anytime you can go eight innings hitless, still, still a good day. Did you say fuck? Yeah, I said a couple of them too. And it was like a bend over, like an angry one at the floor, and then I, and then I was fine. <laughs> yeah, I was mad too. Yeah, I was mad.
0: I love seeing perfection, and there there were some people who were like, no, let's keep it as King Felix for the last. It's a perfect game. It's kind of cool. I don't know. I love seeing excellence. I'm a yeah, fan of I, it. There hasn't been
1: a perfect game since Felix, right?
0: Yeah, it was, almost, been, it was almost exactly 10 years to the day.
1: That's freaking crazy. I know. That would have been so badass, especially, too, to happen to him. Like, that would have been sweet. He works his ass off. Like, he's very, very dedicated to his craft. So, that was has, definitely no, like, act of luck. He's very, very good. He doesn't seem very tall. He's a monster. He's built like a boat. He's huge. He's big. I think he's got some Vikings in his family. Cause that dude is a <laughs> ginormous human being. Like, I'm serious. Like, he's got to have some like some like pillaging old ancestor. Like, he's a monster. I remember the first day I saw him, I was like, that's different. Like his legs are like legs two of my different. legs.
2: And yeah. He
1: works his ass off very like routine oriented and he just moves so powerful like he's not long and lengthy but he's just like short explosive movements and it's very deceptive and he's going to be really good for a long time so is he a uh he's a deadlifter isn't he
0: he's got to be a yeah massive i'm deadlifter.
1: sure not like i'm sure he doesn't do, like he's very like um, what's the word like he does the small things well like he'll do a lot of soft tissue and like those small little things to get ready and then I don't know how much he lifts in season. I know he's got, like, at least a heavy day. I've seen him in there before, but he's uh, he's really good about, like, maintenance. And I think being a guy who's probably wound that tight, like, it's really good because he'll probably be able to stay on the field for a long time. But he's really good about, like, the little monotonous things, so. Got it. Did mm-hmm. you watch McClanahan on the uh, All-Star mound or not? Uh, Yeah, I did. I watched um, just the beginning, and then, I, and then I didn't watch a lot of it after that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. what reason? And Weren't you in Mexico? I think I was, yeah. I remember watching it on like a phone or something. I forgot where I was. This was with Megan, though. Yeah. You ever yeah. just watched
0: the first inning, that's all. I think he was the yeah. only Ray, wasn't he?
1: Yeah, he was. I'm glad he got to start that game because I know that was up in the air as well. And Dusty Baker managing and stuff. I thought Verlander would start, but I'm glad he got to do it. What a cool experience. Yeah. Like, he was telling me a bunch of stories and stuff, too. Like, I know he enjoyed it. What did he say that? What was the best part for him, did he say? I think it's like the people he met and just like, I think it's you're always curious about other people and other teams and like you're all in the the dugout together and the atmosphere is very like carefree, you know, not carefree, but yeah, it's not like your team game, I guess. And just talking to guys and meeting different people and like having conversations with different pitchers and like, it was cool.
2: Yeah. You're going to get there.
1: Yeah. That'd be nice. I have faith in you. You Yeah, I really do.
2: Attention, Rose Rotationers! College football is back and it's time to enjoy the tradition, the fun, and the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. To celebrate the best time of the year, right now new customers can bet just $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets instantly, win or lose. And if that's not enough action to tickle your fancy, you can also play the same game parlay for a shot and an even bigger payout. Just combine multiple bets, like which team will win. Which team will score first and more? DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code ROSE and bet just $5 on college football and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's that's code ROSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And now back to the show.
0: Why weren't you part of the YMCA that I saw the other night at
1: uh, when, you know, they always do that. Oh day. yeah. I don't know. I wasn't out there probably inside doing like cold tub or something, or maybe I was on the other bench. I don't know. I kind of, I'm a shuffler. I don't really sit and watch the game for like, I'll go on. You, know, one you in are a, you're I'm a shuffler. shuffler. Well, yeah. who do
0: we have? we got Drew and who else here? Drew, uh, McClanahan and Yarbrough.
1: Okay. <laughs> this video is hilarious.
0: Cute. <laughs> Drew doesn't know which way to go, though. Yeah, I know. B.
1: That's okay. unorganized. Yeah. I know Shane's telling him, too. He's like, which way am I going?
0: Were you out there when Donaldson hit the grand slam, or were you in the cold tub?
1: No, I was out there. It was the last day. That, that, that wasn't cool at all. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was a, and what's weird, too, is like an amazing pitch. It was 97, top of the zone, generally a pitch that he doesn't hit that often. And you got a, you got a good swing on it, I will say. You know, it wasn't a good feeling, but, like, you recognize when someone did something well and he definitely was good at bat. Are games in New York different than games elsewhere? Yeah, especially like from home compared to like here. So we were like, we went from that atmosphere and then came home yesterday to like a, not like a huge crowd, but they do, the people who do come out do a good job, but it was like, oh yeah, this is different. Especially cause I haven't gone on a road trip for so long. And like you walk out and you're like, oh yeah, <laughs> like I forgot, like, this is what it's like. It's It's very different for sure, so. Yeah, for you, you've been in, like,
0: isolation. You know, you've been in solitary for years.
1: Yeah, it's just a different, like, vibe to it, especially being outdoors and, like, how loud it is and, like, the speaker system and, like, all that stuff. It's just – it's different. It's nice to go see that again. It was really, like, a cool – especially, like, Detroit and even all that stuff, even if those games aren't, like, a lot of people, it's just, like, wow. Like, that feeling of walking out of the dugout into a big league field is always, like, I'll never, like, lose that feeling. It's cool you know, I was told a long
0: time ago, don't ever ask questions you already know the answer to, but I'm going to try. Okay.
1: Do you look at the standings every day? Not every day, but I'll, I'll check it out. Cause like, yeah, a couple of days here and there, cause I, you kind of get the gist of like second, third, fourth, fifth place right now are all kind of shuffled around. So you, you kind of look around and I try not to get too like attached to them, especially cause they are so shuffled at this point. Like um, but, like, if we're playing bad or something, like a couple games, I'll look, see, like, how far we've and If we do really well, I'll see how close we are. But it's not an everyday thing. Okay. It's better than I anticipated, to be honest with you.
0: <laughs> um, one other thing I want to ask you before we spin the wheel. There was a, an incident. I, I forget who was on the mound for you guys against the Orioles, but somebody had called time in the batter's box. <clears throat> the umpire awarded time. Then I Oh, yeah. There was, there was a strikeout and your pitcher was pissed at the hitter and there was some back and forth there and the bench is kind of emptied behind home plate. I don't want you to like take a shot at your teammate or anything, but shouldn't he
1: have been upset at the umpire and not the player? I think, I don't know if he was mad at the player. I think he might've been like just overall, like, cause he's a pretty, like when he comes in, like he's kind of trying to, who was it Stay? by the way, Pete Fairbanks. That's who I, it was. I think it was the Fairbanks, anger could have been towards the umpire. I'm not quite sure who he was even like directing it at. Got but it. he's a fiery one, so it's like he's always like going to use that edge. So I think he he like finds things to. I'm kind of similar in that in that way too. But he's he's a fiery guy. But we did notice that Rugneto Odor
0: is on the other team, right? Like, like let's hmm. if we're going to do something, let's make sure we don't get the guy who's going to take one punch and you're going to be done. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. Right. Did you did you come out on the field or were you in the cold tub? No, I was inside during this.
1: Getting worked on. And, and I was like, too. After I was like, "What happened?" I was just like, late to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that because, was a different one. Oh, look at those look eyes! At yeah, he's, he's, a he's, guy, gone, huh? like, he's a fiery guy. He's a fiery guy. Pizza. You've too. told
0: us that you need to get us get him on the show because you say he's hilarious. I want to. He's him very. On yeah, this. he's funny. Okay. He's a good dude. All right. All right. Good. All right. Yeah. Just wanna, what did you, you have you been doing? watching
1: the? Did you watch the Jeter documentary? The captain. Uh, I
0: have. I'm going to binge it. I've just been, I've had a lot of, this has been a very busy work month for me. Yeah. Wh- which is good. So have you been watching it?
1: Yeah. I so I was like up to date on him. Like every time he'd come out, and was, cause it's the same guy who did the last dance, right? That's like my favorite right. thing to watch. Him. Like the last dance I've seen like a thousand times. And then this, I really enjoyed it. Like I've always had like a, a respect for Gigi 2 just had like that New York market and like the way he handled himself. And like, I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was great um i'll be curious to watch it
0: i want to know like how much i'm going to learn obviously i know a lot about him and his parents yeah that <clears throat> whole bit does he open up and is there anything where you're like that's fascinating
1: yeah more so than he did before i think he's still like very jeetery like kind of private but like there's some cool stuff with like a rod and him and like that was always pretty cool a rod was like pretty pretty vulnerable in it seemed pretty pretty cool you kind of
0: are you saying that when he opens his mouth, you buy it? You think it's authentic? I think
1: like the generally sometimes I'm like, I don't know. But I think in this and like even stuff he's done recently, it seems like he's like more just like honest and like, like the other night
0: on on the uh you probably weren't watching the K-rod, the Michael K Alex Rodriguez, and he's talking about Tatis's suspension. And Alex comes, I haven't seen that. You know, I just want people to Learn from my mistakes that I made yeah. when I was... See, younger. Dr. Evil? What is that accent?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I don't know if that sounds like it.
0: <laughs> so, I'll do it without the accent. Basically, he's saying, you know, I want people to, you know, learn from what I've gone through. You know, I probably cost myself a shot at the Hall of Fame. I had to explain to my daughters yeah. why people hate me. All this sort of stuff. And I still... Maybe it's just me, but I don't think so. I have a hard time feeling like it's it's a genuine apology.
1: I feel like he. I don't know you. I mean, you've been around stuff. it so long too. Like I haven't. I don't really. I haven't seen like all these interviews and like stuff he's done, and even the stuff in the past. Like you're this is like your industry, and you've seen it so many times. Yeah, so that's like, true. So you probably have like you know like a different a judgment or whatever. But like I don't know. I think like what he did say on the documentary and stuff, and like how he. seemed pretty vulnerable seemed like and I, I just I think like it's hard to put myself in his shoes like what he had to like how well known he was and like how well he was doing and like what that can do to like when you're that young and like I think you can kind of let it go to your head a little bit so like I don't blame him I guess like it's it's kind of a gnarly situation to be in and he was so good and like I said being that young like I don't know I don't it's hard for me, too, to, like, get a judgment off someone I, like, never even met. Because it's so, like, with the things you do in the media and the things you do when you're alone, like, you know, there's, like, a difference. And some people handle it well. Some people don't. Some people are genuine. Some people aren't. And like, I've heard mixed things about him. But at the end of the day, too, I mean, it's, it's A-Rod. Like, that guy. Is, it is A-Rod. there's I mean, he's <laughs> one of one. He was fantastic. Yeah. I loved watching yeah. him play.
0: Beginning of his yeah. career, he was unreal. He could do everything. I mean, he, had, he could three fifty two one year he's stealing 30 bags he's hitting 50 homers like just he was unbelievable to watch and i just i don't know i think we all felt cheated as fans because we we never knew if any of it was authentic any of it yeah that's i think that's it more than anything else it's just disappointment i don't he and i have had long talks about it We we had we ended up at a dinner one night and he knew some stuff i had said about him on intentional talk and we had a it wasn't comfortable. We had a 20-minute yeah. chat about it, but I wasn't going to run from anything I said either. If you're yeah. responsible for everything that comes out of your mouth. That's cool. i am
1: mean, at least like to be able to have the conversation. It's cool. Yes. Because, yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: And it's not like I hate
1: the guy or begrudge him. I right. just, I don't feel the
0: authenticity when I hear him sometimes. That's, that's, that's all it is. It's not. I got you. And it, it shouldn't matter to him, and I'm sure it doesn't matter to him. So there you go. Uh, we're going to spin the wheel <laughs> of moderately interesting things and let you go. Do whatever you do the rest of your day, that'll be fine. I don't have it do with it. me, so let's oh, see. Nice. Here. All right, mm-hmm. previously recorded. This is let's very spin cherry that bad. Toy. Or you know what? Hold on. I don't even want to spin it. You can choose the category today. You can do crushing it, which I think you've done. I have got oh
1: Christ, Rob, just spin, spin it on the wheel. Spin it, and we'll see what it is. And then if I don't, we'll do a different one. Okay. Right. I don't know what any of these are, though. So.
0: Oh, Stranger Things. Okay. I don't know what that is. You want it? Yeah. I just heard a giggle from Michelle Rose as she's getting ready in the other room because she came up with this category. She said you need to come up with a category of very strange questions. Okay. She didn't come up with this question, but she came up with the category. So the question (laughs) is, you go visit a long-time good friend of yours, like one of your best friends who's in town. You go Mm -hmm. meet him at their hotel room. And there's a dead body in the hotel room. What do you do?
1: Like a good friend?
0: Like one of your best.
1: Uh it depends what it is, I guess. Like if he if, if it's like I gotta I gotta know the scenario, but if it's my good friend and like I'm I'm keeping it a secret. I'm like what? Fuck yeah. Like it depends, like <clears throat> it depends on the situation. If it's like he just robbed a bank and killed fifteen people, and they're like on the. And he's just like, dude, like it's inevitable. Like it depends. It, like if it was like self defense, and he's like, I panicked and I ran and I and I did this. I'd be like, bet, like I'm I'm here to help. Like I'm trying to obviously not make myself an accomplice, but like I'm not gonna rat out my friend if he did something. And it, like I think it was something that was like morally fine. I don't know. I think especially and too if it's like family or something, of course. And then if it's a friend, it, it would have it would depend. But I'm not. I'm. I don't think I'd. I'd be quick to go to the cops. I don't think so. You would dispose of the body. Oh, I, I have to it help what, with no, the murder. No, I'm just. I'm. I mean, I'm no, I don't walking know. If down the I, road, would I don't know with if I'd you. go that far? That's like that's lots of jail time. I think though, <laughs> if it's like, dude, I did this, like, blah 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 blah, or something. Like, I just don't think I, I'm not going to like cooperate with the like. I'm. I don't know. Like with my friends and my family, pretty loyal. I don't think I can. I don't think I can I'd like see him go to jail. I don't know. Like, do you come up with a scenario
0: like the best friend doesn't know what, to like, What oh my God, what do I do? Do we, do we leave the room? Do we clear it of prints? Do we, do we, I mean, because you don't know what happened and didn't happen. You weren't there. It's just right. you and your friend in a dead body.
1: Oh, the dead body's in the room. Oh, yeah. <sighs> That's lots of jail time. That's what's it, like, I don't know. See, it depends. Depends how, like, obvious he's, he's made it as well, though. Like, it depends, like. And then I guess, too, I would be like, I'll help. But, like, if you get caught, I didn't, I didn't help you. Like, I'm off of this one. <laughs> but who knows? And if it's a really trustworthy friend, maybe I trust him to do that. But it depends on the scenario. Like, if just went, you just want to call gets, an attorney right away. You don't call, like, the best defense attorney. Yeah, you I would know? help. Yeah, maybe the, like, that would probably be, like, how I would help, I'd say like I wouldn't yeah. be like, "Okay, we're going to chop up the body, we're going to burn it, and we're going to like, I don't think I'd be capable of that."
0: Here, help me put it in the tub. Yeah. Let's go get some yeah. acid. Yeah. I Breaking think that's how it. they dispose of the body. It eats through yeah. bone.
1: Yeah. No, I don't know. I like it would definitely depend on the scenario, but I would definitely want to help. Like I would definitely try and do the, the whole lawyer thing and like try not to be an accomplice, but try not depends. to.
0: Try not you know, to. That's, because that's not what you want teams bringing up in arbitration.
1: Definitely. Hey, listen, but if it's like my brother or something, like I'm helping. I, I'm sorry. There's no, there's no cops being called. Like the lawyer thing will obviously i am like, I'm, I, I got to I'm helping.
0: Like, yeah. I trust Ted to the point where I don't think,
1: I don't think this would happen to Ted, but I could be wrong. No, that's the thing. If it did happen to Ted, I'd be like, okay, this is some one-off like weird scenario thing. where are like, God needs my help. Like <laughs> I'm riding or dying with him. And then two, maybe we'll go to jail together and maybe we can, you know, maybe it would be a fun time. This isn't like summer camp where you get to pick
0: your bunkmate. I have to let you know.
1: Yeah, no, I don't know. It depends, but I definitely think I'm I'm out here helping Ted for sure. That was a fucked up question, wasn't it? (laughs)
0: Sorry, I liked it. Okay, yeah, I will murder. Did you hear that whole thing? (laughs) Yeah, she heard it. Is that what you were looking for when you came up with the category? No, I think she's very worried about the question I came up with. (laughs) honey we're good we've been married almost 25 years i mean yeah there you go i'm the one who's gonna end up dead on the floor not i mean what if i asked that
1: question she was just like i'm going straight to the cops he's going to jail (laughs) (laughs) it's probably accurate
0: (laughs) all right listen go uh go have fun pitching the hitters tomorrow thanks it's gonna be great
1: i'm excited go stay in a stay in a hotel tonight beautiful port charlotte throw 20 pitches and then drive back can't wait (laughs) how worried are we about the hotel in port charlotte it's fine it's not bad it's like a team hotel you sure i I mean i'm a minor league i was in the minor leagues for a lot of years so i've i've stayed in some bad places
0: yeah but i've had guys on rehab assignments and they're like oh
1: my god you forget how bad it is i don't know i I still think i got it i'm a grinder in my brain as long as there's a bed and there's no bed bugs i'm that's fine
0: you should take a. You really should take photos and put post it on your Instagram and just say welcome back to minor league life. Yeah, there you
1: go. I think the hotel's like kind of nice, so it's not. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Well, have fun. Tell your family hello for me as always. And, I will. Uh,
0: we'll do this again in the month of September, and hopefully, number 20 is back out there on the mound, dropping curveballs and firing ninety-nine. Just saying, no pressure. Yeah. In case you are. Yeah, that'd
1: be nice. Sweet. Awesome.
0: Uh special shout out to our producer extraordinaire, the one and only Robbie Shirocco.
1: Have you seen Rob's mustache, by the way? I just, yeah, I saw it. It's very nice. It's a very good mustache. I wish I have so much FOMO, facial hair FOMO. I can't grow anything. Yeah. It's, it's a stunning.
2: second time in my life I've ever done this. First was like the first week of quarantine, so nobody ever saw it. There you so go. It's a little weird, but <laughs> it's fun. It's a good time. I like it. Yeah, looks good. You. Appreciate you it.
1: should keep it going and then get a little curls going
2: oh yeah, yeah it's starting Harding a little i can already tell yeah it's, it's starting nice a little bit so i have the to hell? be honest
0: you've never met rob in person he's he's like how tall are you five, six, five, seven? Five, six. okay with this mustache he looks like he should be driving an ice cream truck like just, <laughs> it's it's a little freaky and it, he's the nicest guy ever i love him to death but man he i every time i see him i'm like
2: I feel so
1: much more mature with it
0: do you really yeah, I was gonna say uh, now yeah. you don't
1: look like you're now you don't look like you're 15 now you look like you're 17 right yeah, exactly. so <laughs> yeah. exactly. he looks like a creeper let's be honest he really does he looks like I kind of dig it I don't know he just needs okay. like some some trendy clothes and just like maybe some like high water some joggers and that's some tight. white shoes so that he's sit right in
2: <laughs> that's it <laughs> by the way the
1: beard I have kept it um what do you th- should we keep it or no I think the beards I think it looks good. I also, too, like I'm always like I usually side on the side of facial hair because I can't grow any. But I don't yeah. know. Some people can't rock it, but I think I think you should keep it. It looks pretty good. You would look interesting. You would look like uh, one of the Gibbs from back in the day. It's weird. I grow like the most, I grow like a real good like white trash facial hair. Like grows nowhere, but like here, here and here. Like it's very very minimal. Dude, bring it back in case you come back in September. Everybody's
0: going to think you really lost a screw or something.
1: Yeah. You can't even, if on TV you probably couldn't even see it. It's so thin. It's just light. You'd be like, what is that on his face? It wouldn't even be like a beard. They'd be like, I think you forgot to wipe something off. Like it's wouldn't, you couldn't even tell.
0: Oh man, you make me laugh. It's always great catching up with the, uh, the legend Tyler Glass now at the Tampa Bay Rays. Also, shout out to the mustache man, Robbie Chirocco nice. I'm Chris Rose. We will see you next time here on the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media. Peace. See ya.